You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we're broadcasting today from the Pastoral Center here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. It's been an interesting conversation all morning. That that makes it sound like bad interesting. Doesn't right? I'm still right? I still have eighty five questions, but we must move on. Folks. We must move on. We must we must. This is not a church history lesson. Whenever you talk with Chris Bergwald, it is always wow. a church history lesson. <laughs> We're joined in the studio by Melinda North. We'll let Melinda introduce herself in a little bit. But Melinda, we're talking about uh, before the break. Um, next week, on, starting Ash Wednesday, there's going to be a, a change in the wording of Mass. That will not affect you and I, but mm-hmm. it's going to affect our priests. So mm-hmm. and, oh, the opening prayer at Mass, the collect begins, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Mm-hmm. That actually one is going to be dropped. Have you heard about this yet? I have. You ha- have you been you sharpening the bishop's books and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. Crossing off Lord one. But what if it bleeds through to the other side? Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Melinda, would you introduce yourself to our listeners? Good morning, everybody. I am Melinda North. Um, what do you want to know? What's... <laughs> what, what do you do? What do you do No, no, day? no. No, 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 no. We'll oh, what's your that. favorite color? No. Pink. Um, <laughs> family. That's going to be relevant today. Husband. <laughs> I am happily married to my best friend. Um, we are actually going to be celebrating, oh my goodness, 28 years um, in a couple of weeks. Oh. I can't believe you got married as a young teenager. I know, right? 10 wow. years old. Wow. Uh, but um, Mike and I have four um, amazing, wonderful kids. Our oldest will be turning 21, which is really quite wow. a weird, weird. sensation. And then we have um, soon to be 17, and then a 15 and a 13 year old at home. Two girls, two boys. Yep. Um, the center of our lives, really, when you think about it. Um, I am blessed to work in the bishop's office here at the Diocese of Sioux Falls. I get to support our wonderful Bishop DeGruyd. Um, on every whim that he has, he says, Melinda, I want to do this. And I'm like, okay, let's go. <laughs> she makes it happen. <laughs> um, what else do you want to know about me? I come from a farm family of six. Uh, we li- lived on a farm, five girls and one boy. I was the youngest, so my dad kind of um, adopted me as his tomboy. <laughs> um, I grew up in, uh, obviously, in the country, but... Um, a small public school which formed me to who I am and continues to do so I'm finding as I learn more about my relationship with friends and people and God and all of that yep but yep great that's it that's me okay well thanks for being on with us today Melinda yeah it was a joy having you <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that sounds like the wrap of hell. oh I see all right, all right. Phew, that was easy. She was about ready to take her headset <laughs> off. She's like, that's it, I'm wow, out. Was, she gave me was, the cue. That was fast. <laughs> oh, no, I was really um, fascinated because I read the Bishop's Bulletin last month, and you had a wonderful article in there, and so I thought, well, we need to get her on the radio discussing this because it's something that I haven't thought about too much, to be honest. I know, we don't, do we? I know. And I'm like, all these years, my 17-year-old, I could have been doing this. So what are we talking about? Yeah, we're talking about praying 
not just for our kids, but praying for our kids as friends. Mm. That God, um, you know, and often I think um, we're told to pray for our spouse. Mm-hmm. We're told to pray for our vocations. Mm-hmm. And um, to pray for our kids as friends, start when they're really, really young, because you know there's going to be so many kids that go in and out of their mm-hmm. lives, and you want those really good ones to stick. So um, if anything I can say is start when they're really, really young, and God will provide totally. Amazing. It's, you know, it, it, it was really quite fascinating, or it is quite fascinating when you look back. I was um, career orientated when we got married and um, totally working on moving up the ladder, enjoyed working, loved the corporate world, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't have our first child until eight years into our marriage. Wow. Um, and so. It was that that balance. I'm a better mom because I work. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love my kids and I love being with my kids, but I could never be a full time mom. Right. And it took me a few years to accept that mm-hmm. and and grow within that. That God created me to be a wonderful mom, but not a full time mom. I right. had to work. Um, so when I, you know, it all started as I had this great mentor in one of my jobs and she was just a dynamic individual who was very successful, very grounded in her faith and, um, just a really great mentor. And I was sharing with her how, you know, as my kids were getting out and driving and all that stuff, um, how afraid I was that they were going to make the same mistakes that I did, mm, right? I was I know. such a stupid kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was so stupid. And anybody who knew me when I was growing up will understand when I yeah. say that. Bad choices, bad friends, you know, but we're kids, right? We're supposed to make mistakes because that's, that's who forms us. And so it was, it was really out of fear that I was worried for my kids. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when she said, you know, Melinda, the, the best thing I ever did for my daughter was to pray for her friends. Hmm. And I'm like, well, what do you mean by that? And, and she said, I, I can't control the decisions and the choices that she makes. Right. I can't control how she acts around others when I'm not there. You can when they're a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Say please, say thank you, wash your hands, all that stuff you can control when they're... And then they're... they turn 15 and you think they <laughs> forgot it all. <laughs> it just, boof, gone. Right, right. <laughs> right. She, she said the, that I just needed to let go of my fear and let God, let God control it. And that's when I started praying that he brought people into her life, life that challenged and kept her accountable and helped her grow closer to God. And I'm like, wow. Mm. Wow. So when did you, yes. how old were your children when you had got this advice? Oh, my goodness. Or your oldest, at least. Um, Allie would have been nine. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, she would have been nine. So my kids were really young. My youngest was maybe uh, one or two. Yeah, so she was nine. So, have you seen fruit for this prayer that you've been praying? So you said, Allie, she's about to turn 21, so like 12 years or so you've been Mm -hmm. praying, and you're smiling, so yes, you have. (laughs) Oh my gosh, absolutely, absolutely. 
Can, is there down. an example, uh, any examples that you can offer? God, that's a great question. Well, okay, I think right now, um, with my son, Nick, he was in the, he was in the magazine. Mm-hmm. He is probably my most social kid out of all of them. He's never home. He's always out with his boys. Mm. And so we have to clarify, which boys are you talking about? Your mm-hmm. soccer boys, right. your, your desk club, you know, what are you, which boys are you talking about? he's driving about? now, right? Um, not on his own. Not on his own. Okay. All right. <laughs> so I still have a while. Yep. <laughs> but his friends drive. So his friends come and pick him up and, and they take off. And, um, it, you know, it, it's, it's harder to describe the example, but, um, because his kids are so much, are raised in, in the same, um, virtues and morals Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and their parents are striving to do the same things and bring them up in the same way i can walk into (laughs) and i did this one night when they were all over i walked into the room where they all were they were talking about something and we got we got into a very personal conversation and it's like bryson it's your responsibility to keep nick accountable for where he wants to be and what Mm. he wants to do. If you see him doing something dumb, stupid, you have to call him on it Hmm. and vice versa. You know, so um, they do. They they really challenge each other to make... They make bad choices together. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) I mean, the kids, sometimes I'm like, you you did what? I know. (laughs) And that's that's when you look at their parents and you're like, okay... Their parents are shaking their head just like I am. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So I'll, c- I'll come up with some other okay, examples. Okay. So how do, it's hard. how do you like literally? Is is there a way that you found? So you've been doing this for a while now. Like, um, do you, are you just praying that they would have good friends, or do you are you calling to mind the friends they have and praying for Bryson and and so on? How, how do you like? Concrete is you do every day, every week, what's a month? And this is the German talking to sure. you, right? So I'm like sure. I'm Give looking for rules. like schedule and rules. <laughs> um I think uh I still continue from what I did from the very beginning. Please bring healthy, strong, holy people into my kids' life to keep them growing closer to you. Mm-hmm. I mean that's my constant prayer all the time. Mm-hmm. Now specifically, I, I thank God for the gift of the kids in their lives continue to help them grow closer to you and to each other. I mean, it's, it's kind of a dual thing because I, I now know who's in my kids' lives. They're going to continue to struggle with things like we do as adults, right? Mm-hmm. We constantly have things that we are struggling with that we need help with and we need our good friends for. Right. So it's a constant prayer, Lord, continue to fill them. Lord, continue to heal them. Lord, continue to help them turn to one another and grow closer to you. Um, it's your relationship with God is an individual thing, but you can't do it alone. Amen. And I can't control how my kids grow in that and how they work in that, but God can. And if I can let go of that control and give it all over to him, but be specific in what I want, <laughs> God, I really need you to help heal this. I really need you to help do this. Um, he provides Right. In ways that we could never imagine. Amen. It really does. I think the day where, here's a great example, Chris. The, the night, um, two of my four kids have done this so far. 
Mom, we're going to go to adoration tonight. We'll be back about 10 o'clock. Where are you going to adoration at? Oh, over to St. Mike's or Holy Spirit. I mean, they're really going to adoration together as friends to sit and pray. I, I think that is a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Allie would say, Mom, we're going to go to confession. You want to come? Who's we? And she'd rattle off a couple of her friends. I'm like, wow. Wow. Yeah. I don't want to go to confession. Don't make me go. (laughs) (laughs) The tables have turned. (laughs) My kids have made me a better person. Wow, that's beautiful. Oh, wow. Well, we're talking with Melinda North here this morning. We're talking about praying for your kids' friends. Um, I'm Heather Carroll. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to, we have more questions for Melinda. We'll be right back with more Real Presence Live, Live right after this. engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together toward success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, Please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. We're broadcasting today from the Pastoral Center in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're talking with Melinda North, talking about praying for your kids' friends. So, we've had a lot of great discussions so far about how to pray for your friends. My question is, what do you do, Melinda? I've had this happen several times because... Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. (laughs) A friend wanted to know. (laughs) So 
your kids bring home somebody you're not the biggest fan of. And I have a rule that I must meet all of my daughter's friends because I grew up with a mother that would flat out say, and anybody that's met my mother knows, you can't be friends with them. And she would just flat out say it, and then she'd tell me why, and then we would just move on. So I was a very nice, obedient child, but... I'm wondering, how do you approach that? If you have somebody in your child's life that you're kind of leery about. Yeah. So it's funny that you say you were a nice, obedient child because I wasn't. Well, (laughs) if my mom was here, she would have been yelling. I was waiting for her. She's on the radio right now listening. (laughs) What? She's lying. Uh, I love my mom and dad, but truth truth be told, whenever your parents tell you you cannot do something, forget it. it. I'm going to go do it. I'm going to go do it. Yeah. Um, so God bless my husband. I, I truly, truly am so blessed with the man that he is. We have, we've had a situation like that a time or two and where we came out of it was, um, you know, this, this kid doesn't know true family, Mm. doesn't know true love. Um, this this particular instance that I'm talking about, I mean, that's not that's I can't generalize that for everybody. Right. But um, and the thing, if you know my daughter, Allie, um, she loves to help people. We named her Alexandria, Alexandria, and it's totally fitting because it means defender of man. She wants to help the underdog all mm-hmm. the time. She wants to take care of those that can't take care of themselves. And so she's kind of attracted to that type of person. Um, And it was really, really hard for us because uh, they did not have the same upbringing. They did not um, have the same, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Not virtues. Values. Values. Thank you. and so what Mike and I decided, because we knew if we said, Allie, you cannot see this mm-hmm. person anymore, um, we don't want you to, that it would have driven a wedge between us. So when we prayed about it, it was, okay, God, God's brought this person into our life for a reason. Maybe he needs us. Mm-hmm. So we tried as much as possible to have them there around us right, and engaged with us. And... Um, not only did it, it help him see healthy, holy, happy families, mm-hmm. um, but it also gave us a chance to, um, point certain things out for Allie and help her grow with it Right. in that, you know, we would have conversations and, and we took advantage, Mike and I took advantage of having deep conversations and this person would just, um, he would like zone out, you know, and, and just stare kind of in one time it was, nobody has ever said that to me before. Nobody's mm. ever talked to me like that before. I mean, he, he verbalized that. Mm-hmm. And so in, in my mind that was, okay, God, use this as you will help us, help us through this, help us, you know, and then continuing to pray for her friends. Mm-hmm. Um, through it all. So it's, it, it wasn't easy, but we knew we were called to do it because this was a choice that she made. Right. And she's, she was getting to the age where she was going to be out on her own and we weren't going to be there with her. Um, 
so it was an opportunity for us to form her and mold yes. her and and show her how we love yes unconditionally well and that's just it what you're talking about is because i don't want to flat out tell her no you can't be this friend not just because it might re- it might uh, uh come back at me tenfold but because we are all called to love each other and yeah. to be Christ to each other. Yep. So how do you do that in a loving way, but yet s- protect your kid? Right. And and we did get into that conversation with her. You have to set your boundaries and you have to protect yourself. Um, because she, <clears throat> uh, she, she can't say no. Yeah. Um, and she would give... I I don't want to say she'd give her life, but um, she was miserable for this person, this friend of hers. Hmm. And, you know, hindsight's always 20-20, right? So praying the heck through it all and for both of them and especially her. um, But once she got to the point where she could, in a healthy way, look at the relationship, you're working so hard to pull this person up. And make them happy that they're dragging you down. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that about her. I love that she cares so deeply and so passionately about people. But it was a huge learning experience for her that you have to protect yourself. You cannot fix people. Only God can fix people. Only God can help them be- make them better. Um, so it was a really strong learning relationship experience for her. Um, so praise God that it happened in our house mm-hmm. and that we were able to talk her through it and, and walk with her in that journey. Um, so I guess if, if you, my friend Heather mm-hmm. said, what should I do? You can't stop her from being with the people that she's with. Cause we just, we don't have that control anymore with our kids Yeah, when they get to that age and they're adults and we want them to learn to make good Right. Good choices, right. and how do you make good choices? You make bad ones <laughs> right. along the way, <sighs> right? So, yeah. praise God when they're still in your house, and you can walk with them in those choices and love them through it and along with it. And how important has it been um, as you're praying for your children and their friends? Um, how important has it been for you to have your own personal prayer life? Oh my goodness. I don't think you could have one without the other. No, you can't. And what I've learned is if I don't have a consistent prayer life, I get totally out of whack. I mean, how many times have we, uh, and I look at Chris because um, we work in the same building and we have the same spiritual director and (laughs) Father Joe Vogel, (laughs) you knucklehead, why aren't you praying? (laughs) Can you just hear him? Oh, yeah. Um, And... Praise God that he's the God who he is because he never, he never gets offended, mm-hmm. right? And he never gets depressed because you're not spending time with him. He's just mm-hmm. always there. Um, it's, you have to have a strong prayer life because if you don't, you don't as easily let go and give up that control. Mm-hmm. I don't. I should say I don't as easily let go of the control. Mm-hmm. Um, when I try to do it on my own and by myself... I'm miserable. I am so miserable. But when I start my days in the morning with prayer. I also think that by praying, so growing a regular prayer, consistent prayer, we we hear, we're we're more attentive to, we speak God's language more. We're more aware of how he's prompting us so that 
um, it's easier for us to discern what he's asking to do in those circumstances. So the example right. he gave with Allie and, and this, okay. this, this friendship that she had. So for you and your husband, for you and Mike to be able to figure out what to do. Well, if you, if you hadn't been praying, mm-hmm. it would have been harder to hear God and not right. because he's just whispering quietly. We're, we're just not used to doing that. Mm-hmm. It's harder to recognize his will in the moment. So there is that way in which, um, regular prayer helps us then going forward to discern right. what his will is. Right. Well, and you think of your, um, for those of, of us that are married and stuff, when you're in right relationship with your spouse, when you're on the same page, when you're communicating all the time, when you're praying together, when you're just on top of the world, your responses are more immediate and they're more healthy and yeah. they're more holy. Hmm. When you're not, you just, you're so out of whack. Right. And that's how it is with God. You know, when you're spending time with him, your your response is more immediate in a more holy way. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Amen. Well, and I think we also have to give ourselves credit for their upbringing because my daughter shocks me all the time. I don't know why I get surprised. You know, she's my kid. I've known her whole life. But, you know, the, that when she does come around and she's always making the right decisions not that she's always going to or that she always has but i can see the foundation i've created in her and that brings me so much joy and Mm -hmm. peace and so i think we tend to forget yeah this child's been in your possession since they were born (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely and you know what one more one more thing i think if i could say that's been really really beneficial for us is we pray with our kids Mm -hmm. all the time and we prayed with them, especially, I mean, we had to take them to school. We drove them to school every day. Mm-hmm. So every morning we set our intentions of what we wanted God to bless in the day. And then we said our prayers on the way to school. I think that alone did wonders for all of my kids. And what an easy thing to yep. do. You're already in the car. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I think the other blessing in our lives that we've had with our kids is we have what's called a safe zone. So if you come to me and, and you really don't want to talk to me about something, mm-hmm. but you come and you say, Mom, I need the safe zone. Mm-hmm. There will be no judgment. There will be no anger. There will be no um, harshness. You know, yeah. They have to have that ability to, to come and put whatever it is that's weighing on them in front of you. And then we pray. Yeah. God, thank you for this time together. That's Help so us to important. teach each other how much we love one another. Right, and, right. Yeah. It's so important to build that trust. Mm-hmm. God treats us the same way. We're just he trying does. to mirror what he's doing. Melinda, it's always a joy to have you on. I missed you. I love being here. <laughs> Thank you for asking me. Any last thoughts? You were about to say something. No? Okay. Nope. All right. Well, we've had Melinda North on where we've been talking about praying for your kids. If you've missed any of this interview, you can always go to realpresenceradio.com or you can download our free app. We have our podcasts on both. Um, great interview thank you so much melinda thank you have a great day you too you too all right chris we're going to take another break and then your boss is going to be in the hot seat he is father scott trainers will be coming up with us next talking about fasting lent's coming a week from tomorrow all right get ready we'll be right back more from real presence live stay tuned This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 